Roll the clip and run it back, I'm really like that I'm really not friendly, I need my credit, niggas hate that I need the numbers, I need the data Got you talking crazy, abracadabra, you niggas sideshow I'm bobbing like psycho, you gassing like Texaco Hey, like what's up? Welcome back to Hers and Hers Podcast I'm Tay Nick, what's up guys? And we are in here for our third episode of the season We're so excited to be back It honestly feels like we're just now getting back started and we're just now getting into the swing of things. We've been getting some really good feedback from you guys on our episodes. So I love to hear that. Keep giving us feedback. Keep giving us critique. We want to know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. You know, those positive moments for us really keep us going. So we're so excited that y'all are here listening to us again. And you know how we like to kick things off, you know, like, what have you been doing this week, Nick? Like, like, what have you been, like, thinking about? What have I been doing this week? Um, Aside from work, I have been, I'm not going to lie, I've been, been binge-watching um, True Blood. I love vampire television. Yeah, everybody loves True Blood. Yeah, I've been binge-watching, uh, re-watching True Blood. Um, I have been enjoying my last week of Black History Month, so I've just been looking Ooh, at some of the yes. dumbass things that people have been saying. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been doing. Yeah, that's about it. And, um... Yeah, there's been, like, a lot of, like, cool, like, different things that we've been going to, like, the last few weekends. So, there's been, like, cool, like, little events, like, mixers and stuff like that that we've been uh, going to. So, it's been, like, nice to kind of, like, get see some uh, old faces and, you know, just yeah. catch up and shit like that. So, that's been fun. I have been. I don't know what's going on with the stars, but I've definitely been seeing, like, old people that are from my past. Like, I'm Saturn not really is in sure Pisces, why. I think. Or something like that. So, it, yeah. It's not going to be out of, like, I think we're not going to be, like, out of. Saturn's going to be here for, like, a little while. So, there's been a lot of karmic relationships and, like, lots of, like, things popping up where it's, like, lots mm. of old faces. It's been giving more of a retrograde energy than actually retro, than an actual retrograde. Yeah, I was going to say, I've literally been running into people, like, this whole time. It's not like I'm you know, necessarily, like, I'm not not enjoying it. Like, some of the, pe <laughs> some of the people I want to see and I want to reconnect with, like, old friends and stuff like that, but, like, some of those people, like, you are where you are because you need to be where you are. And, like, seeing them again is, like, just confirmation of, like, yes, I left you there and I will continue to leave you there. No, you will not be allowed back into my I, life. I don't know what the fuck it is, but this, like, retrograde energy or whatever energy, like you said, like, I don't... I don't know what it is. I think this is like the thing about Saturn is like it takes no prisoners. So Saturn rules like Capricorn and Aquarius. So like you know how that. Karmic oh, I have Capricorn and Aquarius yeah. placements. That's yeah. probably why I'm spiraling yeah. out of control. And I started crying the other day, and my daughter had to literally console me, even though okay. she's three she years was old. Like, ah. No, literally, like, she was like, she was like, oh my god, mommy, are you sad? Are you okay? And then she started crying, and I was like, oh my god, I'm raising. I'm, I'm an empath and I think that my daughter might be an empath too this is so annoying and like my boyfriend is like just pretty apathetic um so <laughs> he's just looking at us like it's gonna be okay he's like rubbing our backs like you're all right, uh, all right. Uh, tighten up nigga <laughs> It's a business by Literally, yourself. like, it was so funny because how it happened was I was, like, talking about something that I was, like, frustrated about. And I, like, talked about it for, like, 20 minutes. And then he said, can you relax? You're spiraling. And then I went, oh, my God. And I started crying. 
And it was literally like the craziest shit. And like, that's the energy that I've been on for like the past few weeks. And I'm like, how long has Saturn been in whatever the fuck? Because I'm fucking We're tired. We're in Pisces season, which, which like heightens the level of like dreaming, like overthinking, underthinking. Like people are becoming hypersensitive. There's like a lot of things going on. And uh, then like, not only that, like but Saturn doesn't Love take them, any, but, yeah, the effects. Saturn doesn't take any prisoners. <laughs> so whenever it comes to like karmic, relations or karmic energy when it comes to that mm. planet they're going to waterboard you into learning those lessons because like that's just how harsh of a planet it is like mm. you can't fuck over a capricorn or aquarius because it might not hit you today or tomorrow but you're going to get that karma it's crazy because my boyfriend is a um he's a capricorn rising and i just feel like that makes so much sense because like karma is beating the shit out of me and i've definitely you know i haven't necessarily done him dirty but there's definitely been some situations where i was wrong and i could have done better and yeah life is beating my ass but i also have capricorn and aquarius placements so i hope life is beating his ass right now too and I don't know if that's nice, but, you won't but know, that's how I feel. He's such a stoic ass nigga. You no, won't know until really, he really he's like never gonna tell me. He's never gonna, he's tell, never you. gonna tell me. He's probably suffering in real time. And you probably would never know. Well, we're both in therapy. Hey, there we go. <laughs> she's talking to somebody at least. So there we go. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah, we're we're both doing individual therapy and couples therapy now, which I hope he's not upset for me like saying that. Therapy's a good thing. Um, but also, if he is, I apologize in real time. <laughs> too late i already what you, said what you it. be saying uh don't ask don't ask for permission ask for forgiveness oh please forgive me i'm crying i think so i just read that i'm starting my saturn return this year so that's why i'm getting butt fucked yeah i've been in my saturn return uh for three years yeah for now. about two three years now yeah and uh i was pregnant at the yeah. beginning of it so um that's been lit um yeah <laughs> I'm going to tell you, though, it's actually not if you just embrace it, it's not that bad. If you fight the change, life is going to fuck you up, bitch. That's what I'm saying. And I'm sorry. I'm getting real serious because I'm really talking to this hoe right now. I'm not talking to nobody listening to this shit. You can't make it any worse. Make it worse. I am. I want the universe to try. Try me, bitch, because you ruined my childhood. So I really want you to try to ruin my adulthood because you made me too tough. They're not going to ruin your adulthood. They're going to change your adulthood. I hate it. And it's 100% going to be for the better. I hate it. But if you don't, if you fight, it's like literally, it's like, have you ever just like. I'm fighting 40 demons as we get on this podcast. Have you done like a resistance exercise before? Was that what, like a baby? It's like the more you resist, like in, instead of just embracing like the pain that happens while like life is whooping your ass, like the more pain you're going to be in, the more sore you're going to be later that day because you're like, you're like resisting the push. But if you just lean into that bitch and just pump them, pump them reps out, <laughs> you finna be a little bit sore, but your arms finna be looking nice the next day. I'm not gonna you know lie though, like I see, a, I, there's a, that's, that's what I was saying. I was like, this energy is so strong because a normal retrograde, I'm chilling because retrograde is like retrograde is ruled by Mercury, which is my planet because I'm a Gemini. Like Mercury is Gemini Virgo, so like this Saturn shit is like it's a different type of like this shit. It just feels different. It feels like I have so many like. Is it because ex- it's in Pisces? I don't know, but Pisces is a mutable sign, so that might be why I'm also, it's like I'm feeling things, but I'm not. But I'm not going to lie to you. Like yesterday I was sitting in the car and I put my hands on the wheel and I was like, man, if I don't change, 
this shit is not going to change at all. And I was thinking, no. me, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was thinking that a little bit of shit that I'm doing is actually going to be effective in my life. But I realized, like, I no, have to be you be catalyst. trying to breadcrumb change. Yes. Like, you literally be trying to, like, like, okay, you have this hungry, scary dog that's, like, trying to get at you and bite you. And instead of you giving it the full piece of steak, you keep cutting little slivers of steak and throwing it at it and thinking that that nigga going to be satisfied. Get that nigga the whole steak. Fuck that nigga. This ain't a hibachi <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> give that nigga the whole steak because if you just if you just throw the bone out there if you just give the dog the steak it's nine times out of ten it's gonna get distracted and it's gonna leave you alone and you're gonna be able to walk right past it i just doesn't I mean, that sound nice it does it, it actually does sound fire but I, yeah but i just uh I'm, uh I'm trying to become good i'm trying to become non-resistant to change but that shit i is, need her to change so bad y'all i'm like, I know she's my best friend right now, but we're going to be better best friends when she changes. It's going to be so much fun. I'm about to kill her. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. <laughs> how do niggas change? I don't even think I'm bad. I change my no, underwear. I wash my ass every day. I'm trying to figure out, like, like, like. That every same energy that you take to change your underwear, apply that same underwear changing energy. But it's not fair because every time I say Whatever God, you're going through in life, that's your dirty underwear. Take them holes off. Because I be telling God, I be like, I be like, remove, I be like, Jesus, remove all of this bad energy out of my life. And then he take my favorite nigga. Why would you do that? I'm. That's not crying. fair. That's not change. Well, then where was the bad energy? With the nigga? Exactly. Good riddance, bitch. Well, who's and I'm going to look right in the camera when I said, I hope you watch this whole ass nigga. Why you? Who, so who going to watch And if you think this is about you, it's probably not. Nine times out of ten, I fuck with you, my boy. It definitely is. <laughs> you could be speaking about three. You could be speaking about four miscellaneous niggas. Okay, hold on. This shit getting evil. We got to get out of here. You already know it's bad when Tay start doing that maniacal ass laugh. <laughs> we be in the club and she start doing that shit like she not scaring the hoes. Bitch, don't nobody want to come in this section. The hoes that need, the hoes that want me, they enjoy it. This is facts though. They do like the little mechanic. Mecha I got one, two, three, four, five, maniacal. six, seven, eight hoes in my bank account. <laughs> Ready to rum it down. Ready to rum it down. <laughs> literally what's crazy is that we started the episode off topic we are not supposed to be talking about this y'all see how we just get flowing like we be in a vibe we really be vibing though we're just professional <laughs> talkers let's uh i was gonna honestly, say honestly speaking of vibes <laughs> you know what's so funny to me what the other day this nigga told me i was a vibe and you know what i told him i told him no the fuck i'm not a vibe I'm not a fucking vibe. I'm not your vibe. I'm not on no vibes, nigga. The one thing I'm not is a fucking vibe. And that nigga got sad. This and he a, told me, I'm going to be in your life forever. I promise you that. I was like, damn, nigga, you threatening me? That's this, fucking the crazy. Way, the way you said it, like, the way you, like, answered that nigga was giving, like, like, that's how bitches be getting snarky on Tumblr. Matter of fact, I'm not a vibe. And I'm not your vibe. And, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, nigga, this ain't no Janae Aiko song, bitch. That nigga pissed himself. No, he was so upset with me. I literally thought he was going to kill me. Like, do you know, have you guys ever been in a situation where you like, you know, you're, you're being yourself and like, yeah. you're talking to a guy that you don't necessarily want to, you know, chat with. And he's just kind of like trying to, you know, he's trying to just like intrigue you in some way. And you, and you just intriguing. tell them the truth and you're like, and you kind of flinch a little bit because you think they're going to smack the shit out of you because niggas are niggas mentally are, ill. Yeah, niggas are insane. yeah, I have that sort of trauma. <laughs> 
I'm but not okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But niggas really do be on that type of shit to where you feel like a nigga's gonna retaliate because you told him something he didn't want to hear. No, literally, that's how I felt. That's how niggas be though. Like that's just men are just fried like that, which is why you. Just, I was so scared. I genuinely thought he was gonna like. I was like, I was roasting his ass so bad for so long, and then once niggas turned around and started laughing with me, I was like, oh fuck, he finna kill me. Bro. So this is what I was car. saying to my roommate last Ooh, night. Oh, he finna follow me to my car. Most whenever <laughs> the reason why we have crime is because of embarrassment it's not even niggas trying to, <laughs> niggas is not even killing niggas you never lied niggas is not killing niggas because of regular violence you it's one nigga niggas chilling. are embarrassed one nigga be chilling bop 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 get into it with another nigga three other niggas come by you gonna let that nigga talk to you like that bro <laughs> now he be like oh, okay now he got it now he just start getting aggressive he want to shoot everybody that's okay. how niggas die embarrassment it's not even crime ego and embarrassment mm. it's not even feeling fucking crime, crime. Well, you guys know, listen, we do this every episode and we should have been doing it by now, but we've been talking for like at least 10 minutes. What they deserve. (laughs) You're welcome. And so we do this segment that's called like Ask Hers and Hers, where we go through our anonymous questions, which you can ask us as well. Click the link in our bio and we answer a question or we talk about a topic that you give us. Um, And so this week. We got a question, and Nick's going to go ahead and read it off for us because that's what she do. Yes, just so y'all know, we're taking questions and stories. So if you have story time yeah. like that, we're definitely like... Tell us a story. We're very animated people, so we can just jump right in, dive right in. But this is this week's question is, is it true that some women don't want a man who knows his worth? Do men know their worth? Like, let's just start off with that question let's start right from the there. Top. Let's start from the top. Do you know any men that know their worth? <laughs> all six of you line up quickly. Quickly line up all six of you. It's so funny because we have um, two lovely, beautiful men here producing our podcast. And they have to sit here and listen to us men man bash all day. And guess what they do? They don't flinch because they know we're not talking about them. And I really love that for y'all. And I these, really do. Yeah, these two niggas have like a lot them. of worth. So... Look at these, look at these worthful individuals. I love you guys. Thanks for being here and letting us talk shit about your people. But the rest of you Tell them to do better. (laughs) The rest of you niggas, no worth at all. So I, we were, we were discussing this a little bit earlier. And um, the question again, in case you missed it is, is it true that some women don't want a man who knows his worth? Um, Yes. I'm sure there's some women out there that want people who don't know their worth. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe they don't know their worth. And I think like when there's two individuals who don't know their worth linking up together, they have a lot of fun because they end up in a lot of crazy fucking situations. And also like, it's exciting. It's invigorating to be sitting there arguing and cackling and bickering with someone all the time. It makes you kind of feel like there's some people who have like, this thing where it makes them feel loved. You know what I mean? When they don't have a lot of worth, like those small moments mean way more to them. So there's some people who don't feel like putting in a lot of effort. So when you're with a person that doesn't know their worth, you can literally do Do whatever the bare minimum. And that person is going to stick around, stay around and also let you know that they appreciate you for doing the bare minimum. This is facts. This is absolute facts. I just, I don't know. I think that that's just like, it's a, like you said, like just to circle back off of that, that's just a lot of people, right? Well, just not even right now, just in general. Yeah. People just people really like the, you knowing your worth means that I can't fuck with you the way that I need to fuck with you. Yeah. Or the way that I want to fuck with you because you'll actually have boundaries and no one to say no. Now, as far as the mass majority of women, 
There are, I wouldn't, I can honestly say that the mass majority of women are not looking for niggas who don't know their worth. Yeah. They're looking for men who, who have an evolved sense of their own egos, who actually know what value they bring to the table outside yeah. of it being like a fiscal or a tangible thing. Yeah, most because of when niggas, you aren't looking for that, most of you niggas think that you it's a mess. are, the, you know, that you the fucking bee's knees in the fucking God's greatest gift to the earth because you have a, a check, little, a, a, a little bit of finances, but you have a, a hairline, maybe if a nigga has a hairline, but yeah, it's a lacking of sustenance. So many different other layers that are lacking, but because you have what society says you should have, you feel like you really don't have to work on stuff. Yeah. Or that you're actually more valuable than you are. And but- that goes back to that thing that I was talking about last week where I was saying that somebody told me that they were listening to Kevin Samuels and, they, and Kevin Samuels basically said like, oh, I'm not going to be in a relationship till I have $10,000 in a bank. That it was the advice that he was giving out is that you should not be in a relationship unless you have $10,000 in the bank. Like what the fuck is $10,000 going to do for you if you're if you don't know your worth, if you don't have that sense of self and you haven't had that moment of discovery to help you just like be a better person and show love in a different way, a way that is like more tangible and more acceptable to the people around you. You know what I mean? I just yeah. feel like when people don't know their worth, they're constantly moving in ego. Yeah. And when you're constantly moving in ego, somebody is going to get hurt And nine times out of 10. It's going to be the person on the other side of that ego. That's would, being caused that harm. That's the thing, though. Like, these niggas be... We talked about this last week. Niggas be so frazzled by the thought of them needing... <laughs> yeah, they be so fucking frazzled by the thought of them needing more than just dick, money, and accessibility that they really never work on the actual character traits or just work on anything, like, interpersonally to where they can actually, like, you know, like, you know, they, what's what I'm looking for? They never really do the level of self-introspection to where they actually realize, like, wow, I'm actually a good person outside of what I might possess physically. Mm. And it's just, like, niggas don't really know their value. They don't really know where to find their value. Most people don't even know how to self-validate or yeah. self-actualize themselves to where they can actually figure out who they are outside of what the world told them they should be or what they actually have. And so, a lot of that has to do with just like society, like yeah. in general, like men specifically, but like people are taught where their value lies. So when you get older and you find out my value doesn't lie in those places, it's kind of like, damn, now what do I do? That's the thing. And you have to, that's the a, thing that's, I thought I was good at. That's the problem, bro. You are never too old enough to evolve or, like, learn something new. Like, I hate change, but it's like I still do other shit to where I'm like, at least I'm not going to be a dumb bitch trying to resist the, the you know, the water. And, the, you know what I'm saying? A lot of book reading going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do lots of, like, <laughs> introspection and things like that. I just physically cannot move. But, like, yeah. aside from that, it's like you have to have some level of, like, sustenance and, like, value outside of what the world tells you to have. So it's like, even if I were to lose everything today, I know at my core, I'm the type of person to where I can get that back because of the type of, because of the mindset that I have and the type of woman that I've made myself to be. Mm. So it's like, when you were to, if you were to lose all of this shit today, what value do you have? And you have to figure, yeah, exactly. You have to figure out how valuable you are outside of those things. But most people don't take the time to do that, which is why. And that's why a lot of people die feeling like they didn't add anything to the world. And most you Cause you did it. You did it. <laughs> you did it. No offense, buddy. You left nothing behind. And that doesn't even behind. mean like creating an iPhone, <laughs> being the next nigga to create a vaccine. You don't have to do any of that shit to be a person of value. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you to other people? How'd you make people feel? How the fuck did you make people feel? How did you make yourself feel? You know I had a conversation like? like this with a man one time where he was saying like that he feels like he's a people person. 
And I was like, well, who told you that? And he was like, oh, well, I determined that myself. And I was like, you don't get to decide whether people enjoy you or not. Like, you don't get to decide whether you're a people person or not. Like, other people have to give you that. It's like giving yourself a nickname. Feeling. You know what I mean? Like, other people have to tell you you're a people person. You can't just be like, I'm a people person. Like, no, sir. You're not. You're a person person. <laughs> Has anyone ever told like you it. that? <laughs> like, what That's the, the fuck? thing, bro. Like, people really don't have no type of self-awareness at all. Like, they genuinely be like, well, I feel this way about myself, so I'm going to put this label on myself, and this is who I am. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Like, you can't be yeah. a self-proclaimed, like, extrovert or people person, and niggas cannot even consider you as a nigga that helps people have a good time. Right. So I hope that answers their question you know what I mean so if you have a question or you want to tell a story you should definitely ask us because we want to answer and we want to talk to you and we want to talk shit about you we want to laugh at at you and with you That's, and it's anonymous so you don't have to feel like yeah. we're actually judging don't tell you. on yourself yes uh, if you, yeah you <laughs> unless yeah. you wanted to unless, yeah. unless you want us to see you absolutely yeah. want to tell on yourself you sent that question in, please cool. feel free to do so and we will shout you out <laughs> and we are we are equal opportunity roasters so we will flame anybody so and flame us back please comment on our I instagram i love when people make fun of me i have please no comment. qualms with that Speaking of people making fun of people, okay, I know most people have probably seen the viral video by now of Michael B. Jordan being interviewed by this person named, I think her name is L'Oreal, right? Why don't you look at it, baby, um, and name her L'Oreal. I'm crying. I don't know if we have the clip Let me find it. already, but basically in the clip, Michael B. Jordan kind of calls out this interviewer <laughs> and basically is like, She's basically like, yeah, we know each other from high school. So Nick's going to, and he basically was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I guess she was one of his high school haters. So yeah. Nick's going to play the clip so that y'all can hear. Here's the thing, though. Niggas be thinking that you be forgetting shit. And one thing I'm never no. going to forget is a nigga that bullied Forgetting me. high school when I'm still in my 20s? Like, no. I'm Especially when you were, you traumatized me? Absolutely I'm not. I'm not forgetting when niggas made fun of me, bitch. But let me go ahead. play. I'm going to play the clip for y'all from the beginning. It's only like. Only like 50 seconds so just play it. it fuck them it don't matter how long it is okay. and you know we know each other we go way back all the way to chad science in newark okay <laughs> i did not say that misquoted for sure no you did not hear me say i said we used to make fun of the name but yeah he is obviously killing things out here How is yeah right? girl you sound a fucking mess don't he even said, play the that rest. nigga said i was the corny kid right yeah like he really ah. called her out so apparent and it's funny because she actually did an interview after that and she said that she did call him the corny kid she literally, she literally said it in the interview even though she denied it right there in his face and i'm like damn bitch stand on it at least why That's the, crazy, cause the nigga really know. corny as shit. I don't give a fuck, Michael B. Jordan. You you corny as hell. You look good though. Yeah, I'll still be. You for look sure. good. Dude. I'll still. F- still <laughs> be for sure. Not that dumb, boy. No, but you are a little corny, and like I definitely saw that video where you was with that white girl on the car. So like, if that was when you were in high school, like I really don't blame her for saying that, that about you. Them shits and pushups on the beat. Why were you doing them pushups like that, Michael B. Jordan? Uh, but my thing is, this you know, one. that's why. Never mind. I ain't even gonna go in on that boy like that. <laughs> Just know, Michael B. Jordan, you are slick a little corny, but it's like we could kiss. But um, you look good, doing it. Boy, you look good, boy. Boy, you look good. You look good. 
No, nah, I fuck with you, Michael B. Jordan, but you corny as hell. Is it, but, but, <laughs> but is it a crime to like not forget high school trauma, though? Is it a crime not to forget high school trauma? You should move trauma? forward. Like, let I it go, definitely but. feel like you should let it go. But I think the fact that she was sitting there interviewing him, lying. the fact that she was trying to plan his face, I like that he called she her out. Like, I didn't say that. He definitely, she was playing in his face. I didn't say that. And I like that he called her out for playing in his face. Because why would you even bring up that we were in high school together? And not bring that shit up. And yeah, why are you not going to bring up the part where you called me corny? Because I would have been, I would have segued that into uh, to another conversation. I would have been like, okay, like we, we, we had some questionable thoughts about you back in the day. But honestly, you turned out and matured to be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like bitches ain't media trained. And they doing media. That's the craziest part. And like, really, like, bitches going from TikTok. I know to we talking shit about people, and people always like discourage me from. Like, they're always like, "Don't talk shit about people on your podcast because you know it might come back to bite you in the butt one day." Honestly, if you feel like I'm hurt, like really, that my intention is to like bring pain to you and hurt you, like. I don't apologize because get out of your fucking feelings. Like it's a podcast. I'm supposed to talk shit. This shit is funny to me. Anybody can get roasted and like I can get roasted too. And that's fine. And if I lose opportunities for just like having fun and being me, like it wasn't the opportunity for me anyway. So anything just I've lost talk from your being shit, myself, Queens. anything I lost from being myself, I didn't need. And honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I found my voice like when I was like 19 years old. And after that, I just stopped giving a plum fuck. I, might I guess care. I'll never be interviewing anybody on a red carpet with my phone for the shade room. I guess the fuck not. And that's okay, <laughs> cool. Who the fuck wants to work for the shade room? You bitches are I don't fried. even know if she was working for the shade room. But you I was know, just so like, being a bitch. Just in general, <laughs> fuck y'all niggas. Y'all bully everybody. But was she, that anti-black? Um, no. Okay. They, they anti-black. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know. That, what? <laughs> they flame everything. They, they, they I was like, you know, just checking myself real quick. They be setting people up to get bullied. But that's, that's, but that's basically why I, I always say this one quote. The axe forgets, but the tree remembers. And people will not forget the way that you did. Oh, them. damn. Because the axe cut down the tree. Exactly. The That's axe, so rude. Exactly. The axe forgets, <laughs> but the tree always remembers. And people think that they can do things or just say shit to you. And it's like, it's okay. Like, So sh- call, your bu- call your bullies out. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you could fight. Like, I feel like Michael B. Jordan could probably fight now. I'm not saying that he should fight her. He don't did on I'm just saying, like, maybe he could fight her nigga or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's, remember, you remember when, I don't know if you remember, like, way back in the way, if you know, um, way back in the day, like, it was, like, a few years back, it's, like, V103, you know, Frank Ski and Wanda? Yeah. Frank Ski and Wanda, they had a, Wanda was, like, they were interviewing Cat Williams. On oh, one, yeah. my Lord and Jesus. He thought, fried her to her, a crisp. And her nigga tried to shoot at this nigga. They, what? They, yeah, I they fucked with yeah. her nigga. He really fucked. Her <laughs> nigga was like, baby, I know you wrong, but boop, boop. He put that shit in the chamber bop. was trying to. He said, bop, bop, bop. I he fuck was, with him. But that, That's so hard. But you can't dish that shit out. If anybody ever talks shit about me, I want my nigga to run down on him like that, but I don't want him to get caught. I don't want it to be in the tabloids. If they think about you incorrectly. <laughs> so I don't even, you're really, you're really okay. Like, truly. Nah, dear, ain't finna hold it down. I fuck with you, babe. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, run down on your high school bullies. Like, do what Michael B. Jordan did. That was, like, a perfect example. He was so eloquent and poised in that moment. He He was like, yeah, because I was corny, right? Aren't I rich as fuck? Uh, Aren't you interviewing me? He said, that's crazy how you interviewing me now, right? Yeah, eat that up, eat that up, bitch. I wish like, he would have been able to be more catty. Like, honestly, that's the that problem. Been Niggas great. aren't sassy enough when it comes to like rude shit on the red carpet. Like, if a nigga was talking shit about me like that, I would have ate her ass up. Mm, I'm so, definitely the type. I would have been like, interview with you? No, ma'am. <laughs> you goofy thing, bitch. Is it, that's why I kind of feel like with that whole thing, like, like when celebrities like comment on other 
celebrities or like a cele- other celebrity kids or just shit like that. Like Soraya with like uh, Zaya Wade or whatever. Like, bitch. Yeah. What's, yeah, Soraya. Sor- I think her name is Soraya. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Soraya, Soraya, <laughs> you're going to be okay. But yeah, I think that she was commenting, she was commenting specifically on Zaya Wade and how Zaya Wade likes, wants to get, um, wants to transition, you know, Zaya Wade is a trans child that wants to transition and their parents are in support of it, right? Yeah. I genuinely feel like mind your business if it's not your fucking kid. She was like basically Shut your mouth. She was especially on, some, on the internet. She was on some shit basically like saying that uh she was too young to make this decision and this and this, all this type of shit. And I don't really understand like basically she was saying that it's just a phase. And I don't think you guys understand like, you know what's just a phase? Your brother getting wearing douchey clothes or being your eyeliner being too fat. Like, Like, you know, that's a phase. That's a fucking phase. A phase is a child's life. This is entire person's like well personality, well-being. People that are able and have the means to transition when they feel like they should. Yeah. I just feel like that's life changing in a really good way. I just don't understand why it gets to the point to where it becomes commentary. And I don't think people understand. I don't think people really think about the complexity of what it really means. Of course, I don't because I'm not a transgender person or whatever. But I don't yeah. think people understand about the complexity of what it feels like to not feel like yourself inside your body. So I feel yeah. like people don't understand like the levels of like, di- like di- what's the word I'm looking for? Like just dysmorphia, like that you feel inside of yourself when you don't feel like yourself. So I feel like when you have a community or you have family, especially who are openly in support of your transition or, or you know, what you're willing, what you want to do going forward type shit. I feel like that's fine, but it's the, that's the problem. Like niggas are getting, even celebrities, niggas, then they can say whatever the fuck they can say. And nobody's yeah. going to retaliate and comment against on that. people's bodies and comment on people's choices. Girl, like, shut the fuck up. This is a 13 year old child. And I know <laughs> I literally just said like that. I'm going to say whatever I want, but I'm not saying things that are like, we're harm. not fucking I'm not, bigots. I'm not saying anything bigoted. I'm not talking like, about a child. Like how old is Zia Wade? She, I think she got to be like 13 or 14. However old they are, they're not a grown up. Zai Wade is not a grown up. Stop speaking on people's kids. And Gabrielle Union can fight. So like, yeah. really mind your business. I and at the end the of the thing. day, you really dating Joey Badass right now. And like, we really got a problem with it on the internet. So like, I really it could will really fuck be your ass up. Hey. And I'm just kidding. I don't want to fight you, but I really will fight you if it comes to, if like Joey Badass was like, fight her for my love. I'll fight her. Yeah, I'll we, fight we, her I'm for fight, sure. I'll, like, fight, I'm fight, I'll I'm definitely fight that I'm bitch. definitely fight like, your ass. I think that's the thing though. I think that yeah. people, unfortunately not to be this guy, but I think that because niggas get that level of like being affluent and becoming a celebrity or becoming a, like a, I'm, you're not even a household name, but becoming a friendly face that people see on a regular or on a regular basis, niggas think that their opinion matters yes i swear to god celebrities when they get to talking like this shit they like they swear so to god that money chosen. and fame is a phd shut like, your dumb ass up who was yeah <laughs> like, you weren't you weren't a well-versed or a well-read person prior to the money now that you have the resources and the access you still refuse to educate yourself yes not only do i have little to no empathy for your lack of mm. wanting to abuse and utilize those resources i have to talk shit about a child you have no decorum you have no class to discuss a child secondly you have little to no knowledge on the subject that you really should not even be fucking she, speaking honestly you don't have the range i can't even lie she was having a really difficult time articulating herself and it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with her like it genuinely was just the fact that like she was speaking on a subject that she was not educated on that's the problem you bitches keep doing that how about we and just stop 
it sounded like she was a little bit scared for what she was saying. And if you ever hesitate while you're on a live or while you're like making a story, if you ever feel hesitant, delete the story, baby. Stop fucking talking. We are not because nine no times out of ten, that's your gut trying to tell you shut your dumb ass up before somebody comes and sees you about it. And it, that's that's exactly what it is. And now, Straight up. and now you're wondering. Here's the thing, though. Even when, so when people tell us not to talk about certain people on our podcast, okay, cool, it is one thing because you never know who's listening, watching, yeah. and who's in those rooms, whatever. But when it comes to those type of conversations where you're going to be bigoted and discuss those type of things that you have no knowledge or range over, you don't know who the fuck is signing your checks. Yeah. That's a different level of you getting money, money. You're we, literally an actress. We two Gabrielle natural hair Union bitches with like, a Sagittarius and Aquarius recording our podcast. We vibing. You ain't in a room with Fox <laughs> News, nigga. You're on a Fox network. You're on a, t- a TV show that plays the this Fox network, bro. Yeah, you know, I was going to sh- say you're on Empire. I think she's on Empire, yeah. right? Well, she at home, yeah. Is Empire still running? <laughs> I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Sounds no like shade. you're sounds like you might be irrelevant. You have too much uh, time. <laughs> but I don't like that you're having conversations about a child. And that's my number one thing. And like honestly, I feel like I hope and I pray that this person, Soraya, comes out and apologizes for their actions and educates themselves. I don't know if it will undo the damage that they've done because, like, this child already heard you talking about them. But I really do hope just for your sake as a woman and just for your own spirit that you come out and you just apologize for your actions and you just take the time to educate on why you were wrong. And I know that – and this isn't one of those tweets that got dug up and it was from, like, 2012 and you were, like, 16 years old that was two years ago babe it was like in 2020 when you said that shit yeah it's 2023 oh shit it is 2023 you goofy as shit (laughs) apologize babe it's that simple call your pr girls and figure out what the hell you need to do and you enjoy better start posting some real cute pics because it's gonna be difficult to get forgiven for this one baby when it comes to cancel culture and like bigotry and shit like that niggas don't understand that bigotry Bigotry is like a trauma that takes it, it, it's very difficult to heal from because people are directly impacted by bigotry and discrimination and prejudice. So if you get online and you are miseducating people about this specific sensitive topic, which requires the necessary reading and the range, you have just inflicted your dumbass opinion on people who are also impressionable. Yes. So now you have people who are going with these ignorant thoughts because they have no depth to them because you're just speaking out your ass because it makes you uncomfortable. People are going with this knowledge or whatever the fuck you just said online and they're harming people because of what you said and what you said was transphobic i don't care if you identify as transphobic or not what you said was transphobic and you should apologize for it and acknowledge it because that'll be the best way for you to move forward for this in your personal life i don't even i on you've already done the harm but personally babe <laughs> you, you said something transphobic the best thing you can do is just Sucks to suck. if you want a career do better moving do forward double back and apologize i don't even know if it will affect her career but i just think for her personal spirit like she should really just correct herself because this shit's to. not cute at all and it really looks bad on all parts um joey badass if i were you i'd just break up with her no, See, my, that's, that's my thing though a nigga he's probably be, a bigot too you never know that's what i'm saying like these niggas these bro, niggas don't give a fuck he might not know that she thinks like that but if he does hey if a nigga getting pussy and you doing whatever you need to do as a girlfriend <laughs> then you think a nigga give a fuck what you say on twitter <laughs> i'm good oh you my think God. a nigga give a fuck I hope that he would give a fuck. I I like to believe that people that I think are sexy are good people. 
I don't know if that's healthy, but that's that I don't know. And I think she's I think she's super sexy too. So like just be sexier, babe. Like if you're gonna be sexy, be sexy. Like keep it cute. Bitches need keep to it be, cute. Keep it sexy. Y'all need to keep it a bean. Stop fucking being sexy. Talking about shit you don't know. Just be sexy Say. and quiet. That gets you way more money. And quit. Just don't talk about children. Like period. Period. Anything. You're just period. Period. Don't talk about kids. Like I don't even know what to say. Just shut up about children. You don't have no kids. They're not your kids. Shut the fuck up. You're not my dad. Unless you're talking about white people who don't give their kids baths, talk about those white people all day. That That's shit different. is crazy. I've been finding out that white people haven't bathed their children for two and three weeks, and I'm sick. And that's not what we're talking about right now, but that was just in my mind, so I had to get it off. <laughs> I can only imagine what that preschool smelled like. Sorry. Okay, moving on. So this is something that's been heavy on my heart. I've definitely been wanting to talk about. This is a topic that Nick came up with. And the topic is, girl, you do not have to see that shit through. Why letting things go is easier with age. You do not have to see that shit through, babe. I'm learning this lesson in my 27th year of life right now. It's okay to give up. Y'all know how babies You know why? Once you give up. You can give in. And I thought that was a bar, but it oh, wasn't yeah. once I had, once yeah, it came yeah. out, I realized it wasn't a bar. You're like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. No, it's not, it's not a bad problem. No. You know how like babies, you know how you give a baby like a Cheeto or a piece of food and they hold on to that bitch to like you get off work like the next day type shit. That's how I be holding Absolutely on to Absolutely not. You know how babies be holding on to like that little piece of food that you give them oh, all yeah, day? Oh yeah, that's disgusting. Yes. Zozo does that. Like I'll give her a waffle yes. and I'll think she finished the waffle No, and then we'll get they to the next finishes. we'll get to the next location and she'll pull the waffle out of her front pocket. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? That's why you gotta let shit go. <laughs> I was just telling my coworker, I have like some uh, younger- Now you in there eating a the pocket waffle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nasty ass. But all babies do that. That's just baby language. Just baby. It's just baby culture. But like I was telling my younger coworkers, um, that it's like good to just let things go. And like I'm, I'm one of those people that I like to see things through. Like I'll be like, oh no, 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 man, let's work, man, let's try to work it out, man. See and it's it like through to what? Exact. There's no. There's no end because you're because you're not supposed. I said I'm There's learning. No end There's no or end because you're not supposed to see it through. You're just supposed to walk away sometimes. And I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I'm just like, if you really want to be the type of person that you imagine yourself to be, there's certain sacrifices you have. If you consider it, I don't really think that letting certain things go are even considered to be a sacrifice. But it's because of the attachment we put to certain things. It seems like it's a loss of self to let things go. So I feel like it just... Like, once you just realize, like, bro, like, I'll be better without this shit, it's just easier. But when you get older, you're like, man, I don't really have time for these unnecessary stressors, so I'm just going to walk away. So what has, like, made it so difficult for you to let go of things? Like, because, like, I'm not, I don't have this problem. So, like, I I can only ask you questions about this. I I let go of everything that I don't want to have in my life. I'm like a baby. She literally cleaned out her closet twice last year. Yeah, I'll throw all my clothes away for no reason. I really don't care. (laughs) I And, like... I, I still have more clothes to throw away. That's the craziest part about it. And that's like a metaphor for this situation as well. Like no matter how much shit you get rid of, there's still going to be more growth for you to do. There's still going to be more layers for you to peel back and peel away. Yeah, I think that's and my let thing. go of. I feel like I have to take, I feel like I, I, I don't know. I feel, sometimes I feel in my head that I have to, like I, I have to, like I have the capability of being able to take everything with me 
even if it's of no value. And I mm. feel like sometimes when it comes to like relationships or interpersonal relationships, I have this deep, intense fear that I'll never experience something like this again. And you absolutely won't. And that's a good thing. Yes. So <laughs> Fuck cra- it's I'm crazy sorry. though. Y'all, I'm when I was head. young, I don't know what happened to me in like the last few years, but when I was younger, I had no issues breaking up with people. Like I'll be like, um, this I don't like that you don't that you bite your nails. We should stop seeing each other. Mm, love that. And I you. would break up with niggas for that. Let's niggas, get back to that. And I don't. I just don't know what happened to me. But now I'm just like, uh, you know, you might be operating in extremes, like because yes. maybe you were breaking up with people for things that were just like really small, and now yes. you're not breaking up with people at all. I broke or up you're with niggas because he wore overalls. People at all. I love that for you. That's yeah. excellent. You should be breaking up with people who wear overalls, especially a certain type of overalls. Yeah. If you're talking about the overalls I'm talking about, yes. I know that you needed to break up with that motherfucker pinstripe overalls they're not the overall they're not them overalls that you get from like those really nice you know upscale stores that are like japanese cut at the legs and shit like that no these are fucking nigga had on this nigga dressed like farmer brown this nigga had on pinstripe overalls (laughs) and i was like we need to see other people and he was like really is that serious and then he told me yeah nigga I even, I even threw them away because I was like, if you, you want pulled to- up in overalls, is it that serious, nigga? What are we doing today? Like, where are we on? What are we on the way to? This nigga was dressed like a Jim Crow era nigga. I said, and it's not usually that sexy. Hey, to I me. can't even lie. That's her vibe. That's my fucking vibe, nigga. <laughs> but like this time, it was kind of like it was it wasn't vibing. Yeah, it just wasn't vibing. So I feel like any time that it's been difficult for me to let something go is because like. Of self-sabotage, like realistically. There's definitely, okay, so I I know I said, I'm contradicting myself. Obviously, I'm a human. That's That's the duality of man. But um, I feel like anytime I've had difficulty letting something go, I always end up letting it go. But it's been a little more difficult for me. It's because I'm having fun. Hello. I'm having a good fucking time. But that good times aren't always good for you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes the best time is the it's distracting you. It's the very thing that's distracting you from getting to the greatest time that you could ever have in your entire life and all the abundance. It's, it could really just be the distraction. And that's what I'm realizing now. Like once you feel like you've plateaued or you kind of hit a wall in your growth, that means that you need to assess things and just change specifically the people around you. Exactly. And I, and I'm realizing that now, like this tender age of 22, that you really this need bitch to- is fucking lying i can't even let that shit slide get the f- you think i'm gonna be sitting here on a podcast with a 22 year old listening to him talk i don't fucking care what 22 year olds think them niggas is probably doing a fucking renegade except our <laughs> what the fuck except the ones who grabbed us we love you but except yes. the ones that was, the ones that are listening to us yes. nah fuck you too nigga you need to grow up what the fuck that's Catch why you here mustard. listening to us nigga we putting you on game so you don't have to think like a 22 year old you need to think like me i'm a real nigga i'm just kidding i fuck with 22 year olds my sister's young she not 22 she 24 but it's the same thing to me like yeah. i don't fuck with people under 25 like Y'all all goofy. Your brain not even fully developed yet, but it's fine because you're growing and I love y'all and you on the way and I can't wait till you get here. <laughs> yeah. Damn, they gonna stop listening to me. No, y'all, <laughs> but these new 22 year olds, they, they know what the fucking vibes are. Y'all know we not making fun of you. We I laugh can't at lie. You. I was gonna say 22 year olds, they do have like young, these young kids, they got a good sense of humor. They're funny okay? as fuck. They've done been through 9-11 pandemics. Yeah. Uh, racist presidencies they had a black president a racist president back to back these kids 
that is is shit going on in Syria? Like these kids are watching some crazy shit go they down. They know what the fuck going on. So they bro. know if they if one thing they understand is how to make a good fucking joke. They know what the fuck going on, bro. Laugh through the fucking pain. But don't see it through. If you a young nigga and you listening to this shit, don't see that three. <laughs> that Leave shit them. Through. Leave that leave man, that person. Leave your friends. Leave, leave that your job. job. You why you why you letting your your boss at your server position piss you off, nigga? Quit. You know what the fuck that did. You know last how many restaurant jobs are out there. Bro. You know the turnover rate at a restaurant. I will never. You forget can quit this a job name, and go bro. walk into a job and get a job that same Brian, day. Brian, Brian, that worked at Fresh to Order in downtown Decatur. You're a bitch. This nigga fuck told you, Brian. me. He told me. He said you better come to fucking work today, Nicolay. And he Pussy. spelled my name. He spelled my name wrong. I said, you know what, Brian? Have a blessed life. Never came back to work. And I eat sandwiches there Period. often. They cooked the fuck out some salmon. And I bet Brian dumbass still worked there. And of that's course. why you're supposed to quit your job when your boss pissing you off. And I'm not talking about if you got a corporate job and you making six figures and shit, like, hey. Don't quit that job. Actually, are y'all uh, hiring? Just use discernment. <laughs> use discernment. But if you working for 213 an hour and a nigga trying to tell you that you need to work a double shift on the same day as your mom's birthday, just quit. <laughs> don't come back. Just leave. And you I don't guarantee. have to miss your mother's birthday. You will regret missing your mother's birthday. And this is not personal to me. This never happened to me. I always quit my jobs. Um Yeah, but quit your job. Uh stop fucking with that lame man nigga. It's gonna be another lame ass nigga for you to fuck with. I promise you. I swear to God, lame lame ass niggas is in a surplus right now. Um, you know, quit doing that shit that is just not good for you. Quit smoking cigarettes. Quit drinking that liquor. It's delicious. You know, quit quit saying cuss words. Fine God, put God in your heart. Fuck nigga. (laughs) And I'm just saying shit at this point. But honestly, let it go. It's okay. Let You're it gonna go. be okay. Let there is absolutely something better on the other side of you letting the bullshit that you are going through today go. Exactly. Forgive yourself too. Do not forget to forgive yourself because if you don't forgive yourself, honestly, how can you even move on? You have to practice grace with what you do. So yeah. as you age, things you're young. Yeah. You become more sensitive as you get older, but at the end of the day, you become more aware. So it's like, let that shit go. And You're like, 22, you made a mistake. You got 60-some-odd more lives to you, live, I don't okay? made three mistakes today. Look people, at me. People live into like 118 now. You think I'm finna be pressed about some shit I did at 22? Hell no, nah, nigga. I'm finna be lit as fuck on a yacht, 108 years old. My legs might not even be working. Except bangs. Be very discerned. <laughs> Do not get about bangs. Because they don't never grow you back. You might correct. be having a mental illness. Don't get <laughs> you fucking bangs. You might be having a mental breakdown don't if get you bangs. get bangs. Don't get bangs. Unless it's some real cute China bangs yeah. where you if like. You can get the, if you in your Minaj era, yeah. your Harajuka era, that's different. If you, if you trying to race with China, then that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're we kind of been in this group where we've been talking about um people just like not having any discernment and just like commenting on shit that they just have no business commenting on, right? Between kids, appearances, everything, um, niggas are fried. So we've been seeing on the internet recently um Tyler James and Jonathan Majors. You guys know everybody hates Chris, Tyler James Williams, and Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. So those gentlemen, everyones they've been kind of going viral for just like being attractive, right? I'm fine. Just being cute, having good personalities, and good energy, right? 
And that has also brought the opposite side, which is like a negative, a lot of negative comments on their physical appearances. I even saw one person tweet that Jonathan Majors had like a slave look to him. This girl literally got what on, is wrong with she you? She got on TikTok and and literally described like in full detail about how uh, he has a Jim Crow era face, and she would like want him to. She wants to move into a segregated neighborhood with him type shit, blah, blah, blah. And bitches think that shit is funny. Oh, like she was trying to come on to him, yeah, but like, she was using Jim yes. Crow language and speech. And that's basically been how, how people have been what describing What in the anti-blackness? Like, bitches are fried. And I think that's the thing. Like people don't realize like when people have actual like black ass features or regular ass like African-American features or whatever, people just get in this weird mindset where they kind of like not only like hypersexualize them, but try to tell us that we shouldn't necessarily find them attractive because they're not necessarily like conventionally attractive. So I yeah. feel like what, I don't know what it is about people to where he would not be deemed conventionally attractive, but the way, the, the ways in which they are describing their attractions to him are making me feel uncomfortable. And I'm the type of person who loves a nigga with an old school face. And I have yet to be like, Oh, this is, this is cute. It's like the way people are describing their attraction to him is weird and they're trying to justify it. Yeah, it's not justifiable to you to have any sort of conversation where you're describing a black person as a slave. What are you talking about? They have a slave face? Are you bitches sick? Just really be for real right now. A slave face? Be for real. On this land? Be fucking for real. And just think before you speak. And what about him? Crazy. And what about him as giving Jim Crow era face though? I genuinely believe it's because he has a bigger nose, a Negro nose with Jackson Five nostrils. And it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Why would you say that? You publicly? bitches are so fried. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like I be reading shit like that, and I'm be like, as a bitch who recreationally is attracted to niggas who look like this, I be so shook at the way y'all describe y'all attraction to black people with black features. Literally, there was a tweet the other day where this girl was describing her boyfriend. She said, "I love my black." What did she say? She said, "I love my black nigga." She said something about him being a black nigga. Right. And obviously she's not a white woman. She's a black woman. So she can say nigga. It's just the way in which she said nigga on top of her also being like a lighter skinned woman. Like you don't need to say black and nigga in the same sentence. Like and we were having a debate in our group chat, like whether it was colorist or not. It's absolutely colorist. I don't care what bitches say. I, I win every argument I have. I don't give a fuck. It's colorist. Why would you need to describe a dark-skinned man as your ugly black nigga? That, she said, I love my ugly black nigga. That's what she said. What? That's the thing, though. I think that people people don't really know or what they're saying. Or maybe nigga is a filler for boyfriend, but then why did we use the word black? I That's what I'm saying. I just don't think people Colorism. understand. Like People just are trying to justify it. I don't care shit. what you understand. You're going to understand today, bitch. bitch Stop to, being yeah. a damn colorist. You, you sound crazy as hell. If you to somebody, then... You don't need to be attracted to that. I person. promise you if over a thousand people are coming for, honestly, if if more than 10 people have a problem with what you said, nine times out of 10, you were wrong. Yeah, facts. Unless you in a room full of bitch ass niggas. Yeah, so. Most of That's do, definitely yeah. happened to me before. Yeah, so. I definitely been in a room full of bitch ass niggas and, I've been, and they said I was wrong and I know I wasn't motherfucking wrong. But anyway, also talking about, okay, Tyler James Williams, I just want to just public service announcement. That man has Crohn's disease. Okay, so, like, let's just stop speaking on the way that he shaped, the way that his face looked, the way that his eyes looked. And like, he, please, it affects your physical appearance. Like, the, funny the man part is about ill. It, 
The funny part about it. He still it, looked better than you. Facts. The funny part about it is that the the picture that they were necessarily commenting on, because he had a picture where he was just either, it was either it was at the NAACP Awards or it was at the, what's that shit? Uh, what's that other, the SAG Awards or whatever. Um, It was one of the recent awards shows. It was one shows. of the most recent award shows. And he was just in a picture. He was in a picture that was on the red carpet where he was just standing in a suit, blah, blah, blah. And he had broad, broad shoulders. And they were saying that he's shaped like a pizza or a triangle or whatever. But uh, to be honest, he is probably like, what, 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, he is shaped like regular um, tall niggas. Yes, what broad is he supposed shoulder, to do? Broad shoulders, <laughs> slender, slim body. That's it. Like, yeah. I didn't understand it. But then I realized, like, honestly, this BBL culture, not, not, I'm sorry, not BBL culture, but, like, this, like, wave of, like, people getting Plastic their, surgery culture. Like, the bla- plastic surgery culture and just, like, people getting on Instagram and seeing people so heavily, like, filtered has made people's perception of what regular-ass people look like. Yeah. For ride. That nigga is built like a regular-ass A regular six-foot five man or three i don't know maybe literally six three. i don't know how tall and he jonathan is, but majors looks like a regular ass nigga he just looks regular y'all it's fine he they looks like a, a regular nigga bro you bitches are fried like you're talking about yeah. i want to move away to a segregated town in alabama and make sweet love to him as the candle wick burns slowly bitch are you fried that is so scary. I didn't even see that tweet. I'm so glad I didn't I'm going to show that. you the TikTok when we're done. I don't, like, wanna, I don't need to see that. Like, That's why I'm not on TikTok too. No, it was posted to Twitter. That's how I was like, why oh y'all? Oh, my God. Like, the commentary around That's it. That's what y'all doing over there? Y'all Jesus. think it's satire, but it's not satire. These are real fucking people. You're scaring. You're scaring. The hoes. You, yeah. Literally the hoes. Not saying Jonathan Majors is the hoes, but he's the hoes. He's when the hoes look, for sure. When you look good, you the hoes. Boy, I'm I look sorry. good. He's in the same category as Michael B. Jordan. When I'm you look a, like that, you the hoes. I'm watching I Creed in uh, 4K. <laughs> I'm going to see that bitch in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I want to feel the sweat on me. You dig? <laughs> Do they have 4D? <laughs> we going to find out today. Anyway, let my, my business. Let me get off them. Yeah, so I just I just want to say to all the people out there, like, do better. Stop talking shit about people. Leave people's children alone. Stop speaking on people's bodies. You don't ever know what people are going through. So just absolutely mind your damn business. And if you're going through anything right now, it's not forever. And you can always make the decision to change today and right now and forgive yourself because you deserve grace and we fucking love you. Yeah, and I, you know, that's all I have to say. Any closing remarks for you? If you're going to be a hater, hate in moderation. I only hate on Thursdays. I'm and I only, I'm a self-critiquing right. hater. So you actually have to have sustenance when you hate. Me, a bitch like me, I be reading. So if you're going to be a hater, bitches, make sure it's coming with a purpose. Hate properly. Exactly. Do your research first. Don't be no hating asshole with no research. Never that. And that is hers and hers, y'all. I'm Tay, and this is Nick. Make sure y'all ask us questions. Ask hers and hers is live. Link in our bio. Make sure you like, subscribe, and all those good things. Bye.